Today's Egg Spotlight episode is sponsored by Energrow. Energrow's oil seed pressing system helps farmers crush their feed costs. The easy way to make fresh, homegrown, high-quality meal plus expeller pressed oil right on the farm. The fully automated Turnkey Crush Pro is easy to set up and run 24-7. To learn more, go to energrow.ca. Welcome to the North American Egg Spotlight. I'm Chrissy Wozniak. I'm joined today by two exceptional ladies in the agricultural industry. They've devoted their time and energy to the education of youth, specifically in practical, hands-on ways for them to become familiar with food, where it comes from, and how it grows. I'd like to welcome Tamara Seely of Nutrients for Life Canada and Harriet Wegmeyer of the Nutrients for Life Foundation of the U.S. Welcome. Thank you guys so much for joining me. It's good to be here. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Um, I'll ask. Uh, I'll ask you this question and have you answer separately, um, uh, because I know the stories are a little bit different. So, why was Nutrients for Life founded and when? So, uh, Tamara, do you want to start? Well, sure. So, uh, Nutrients for Life Foundation Canada was founded in two thousand and eight uh, by Fertilizer Canada, or formerly known as the Canadian Fertilizer Institute. So we're a registered Canadian charity producing educational materials to talk about soil science and agricultural sustainability. That's awesome. And Harriet? Well, Chrissy, I guess we're the we're the older sibling on this one. Uh, Nutrients for Life in the U.S. was um, founded in 2004, and it really came about by some visionary leaders in the fertilizer industry that felt that the fertilizer industry really needed a voice to share its um, its story, but also the sort of agronomic principles of even like why are plant nutrients important. Um, so we had about, I think it was about nine founding board members and um, it was kind of, it was their vision. And um, it took us a couple of years to get our first curriculum um, that was actually in uh, 2007, 2008. And I think that's when we started talking to our Canadian friends saying, hey, let's get in this together. That's awesome. So what is the overarching mission of Nutrients for Life? So I think it's the same. I mean, um, you know, for Tamara and I both um, in the United States and Canada, and it's, it's really, um, you know, to, to educate people um, about the important role that crop nutrients have in our society and, you know, our focus is really uh, kindergarten through 12th, uh, 12th graders. So students um, is really where we put our, um, our time and resources um, into creating um, tools for teachers and students. So you do you actually go into schools then and talk to those kids? Is that how it works? Yes. Not this year. <laughs> right. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, not this year. <laughs> Right, Tamara, we've become we've become really good at um, virtual field trips and zooming into classrooms. Tamara, do you want to speak on that? I just finished wrapping up a hand texturing uh, workshop with a grade three class in Prince Edward Island. So we just got we just finished up our Zoom call and uh, we did some hand texturing of sand and clay. So we've adapted uh, to this new normal as it may be and. uh, really excited to get back into the classroom uh, once we're able to, for sure. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. Yeah. So in the United States, it's, um, it's, it's really, I think it's, it's really different um, depending on where you are geographically. So we have, our team has 
um, staff members in a, a couple of different states. And we have one team member, Tracy Baxter, and she's in Florida. And she is the only member of our team that has actually been out and about. And she has been to classrooms this year, although not until um, I would say maybe what, like a month or two ago, did she start being able, able to go in? Um, but everyone else, I mean, yeah, we can only do virtual, um, you know, lessons and, uh, and, and field trips and that type of thing now. But when we return to normal, yes, part of what our regular jobs are, are, um, speaking, um, in going into classrooms, um, conducting lessons, um, in, in the classroom, as well as having workshops for teachers. Um, so doing some of those, um, professional development opportunities, um, where we gather large groups of teachers together. Wow. So, uh, speaking of the last year, what are some ways that Nutrients for Life has changed? Is there any kind of big changes that you've had to undergo? Well, um, yes, we certainly had to make a big pivot last March. Mm-hmm. Um, normally we, we would be out and about at teachers conventions and in, in the classroom. Um, so we quickly adapted all of our resources into a downloadable format. So um, teachers and students can print it at home. Oh, uh, we also were quick to adapt some of our lessons into e-lessons. So something, some lessons that could be easily done at home with materials found in the home. So uh, if, if the students want to do a few experiments pertaining to water movement in the plant or um, soil textures, there's certainly, we had some e-lessons available um, for that as well. Oh, that's really good. And are there differences between the Canadian and American programs? Uh, there's yeah. a few. Yeah. Go ahead, Harriet. Yeah. Um, you know, I think our, our, our core curriculum um, is the same. Um, it, theirs is just Canadianized is what I say. They spell phosphorus different, different mm-hmm. and it always, you know, O-U-S as opposed to U-S, that French influence. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, there's, there's differences in language, right? So in Canada, they have to have French. Everything has to be, you know, English and, and French, French version. But the core curriculum itself is, is the same. Um, and I think that's kind of really the foundation um, of the resources that we have. Um, but then on the programming side, there's certainly, there's certainly differences. Um, like Tamara has a really strong garden program. Um, that's not something that we do in, in the U S so there, there are certainly differences, but I think there's way more commonality in that, that core function, the core resources, um, are, are the same with just those minor, Minor differences, um, you know, with language, um, you know, and then, of course, our um, standards, you know, in the United States and standards in Canada are they're so similar, but they are different. That's good. So so how is the program funded? So again, two separate, you know, two separate programs. <laughs> we have two two separate groups of um, funders, um, primarily for uh, in the United States. It's uh, fertilizer companies, um, mm-hmm. people that work in agriculture, uh, agriculture as individuals. Um, those are our primary um, donors. Um, so what we've always strived for is our resources for our teachers are free. We don't want our teachers wow. have to pay. Um, for them. And, you know, I should go and say our, um, our core curriculum that we use has been reviewed by the Smithsonian Institution. And so 
the teachers, when they get resources like that, they know, you know, they're, they're, they're trusted. It's a trusted source. Um, So it's a pretty, it's a pretty big deal. And to be talking about agriculture, you know, we definitely believe agriculture should be in every classroom, not, not just ag, you know, like sort of the, the, the FFA group or the, the ag um, classes, but the way that it's been done, it's um, really meant for our science, our core science classes at the middle school and high school level. And then of course, elementary, um, you know, it's across, it's across the board. Right. That's really interesting. And here in Canada, we're also 100% agribusiness funded. So a lot of uh, nutrient, you know, plant nutrient suppliers and uh, local agribusiness are funders. Um, and like in the U.S., all of our resources are free for teachers from coast to coast. That's great. And what about, do you work with homeschooling as well? I know there's a, a been an uptick in that in the last year too. Yes. Yeah. Sure. We, are, we do get uh, requests from homeschoolers and of course, they are certainly applicable to, to anything that we have to share. Oh, that's awesome. So where are your team members located? Samara, you want to go first? Sure. So uh, we are a small but mighty group of three in Canada. Mm-hmm. So I am in New Brunswick, and I am responsible for everything east of Manitoba. And so I our, her other uh, colleagues would be Kent Luorn, and he's located in Manitoba. And he takes care of Manitoba and Western Canada. And then, of course, Ray Cochran. He is uh, our Saskatchewan regional manager and takes care of Saskatchewan and helps Kent uh, out in Alberta as well. Awesome. So our team is a little bit larger. Um, we have uh, a Western, what we call sort of a rest, Western um, regional representative. That's Rick Phillips. And he's um, located in Iowa, but he services Washington, California in Iowa. Um, we have, I'm trying to see geographically where we'll go. I guess we'll just, we'll just head East. Um, we have Melissa Biggie in Kansas. Um, and so she covers the the whole state there. Um, Deborah Kearney's in Iowa and Haley Sergey's in Illinois. So you notice a heavy concentration in the Midwest. I'll, right. I'm going to come, I'm going to come back to that. Um, we have, uh, Tiffany Ballou and she is in Louisiana and then we have Tracy Baxter, who I mentioned before in Florida. And then we have um, Katie Neninger, who's in Ohio. So the way that um, in the United States, the way that our um, location were, de- were decided was really where are, where is their agriculture and where do, where does the fertilizer industry really want to have more agricultural, agricultural lessons in those classrooms? Where do we want to concentrate? And so obviously corn and soybeans in the Midwest, there's a, um, you know, <laughs> large concentration of, of farms, large farmland out there. And so that's why we have those three states that are right. I mean, they're, you know, they're right together. Um, but we felt as an industry, we can't assume that everybody knows about like why, why fertilizer exists. Even if you live surrounded by cornfields, it doesn't mean that you even know how, you know, the kids on the school bus going to school know how the corn is planted or harvested or why it's even there and what it's going to be used for, let alone how it's planted. And that the fact that crop nutrients are really important in, you know, to get a a good yield and a healthy crop. Right. Yeah, that's good. That's a, a nice, robust team for sure. That's awesome. So personally, what are your favorite resources that you offer? I'll go first. I'm going to go first on this one. <laughs> um, so this is an oldie, but a goodie. Um, 
one, well, it was the very first um, resource that we had developed way back um, in 2008, um, Humanity Against Hunger. So this resource, um, we did have to redo it this past year because Flash, Adobe Flash expired. Um, So it's been recreated, but it's been recreated just as it was, um, just with a couple of little tweaks. It is where kids go, I mean, online, and they help farmers in Africa grow maize. And so maize is, uh, we grow some maize here in the U.S., but, um, you know, I mean, it's like like corn. Um, and they look at their, the nutrient deficiencies, um, on, in the crop. And, you know, if there's, um, you know, purpling on the leaf or yellowing on the leaf and they like through sort of almost real world, um, interaction, but real pictures and, um, you know, they're amazing with digital content these days, the kids kind of feel like they're in Africa helping these farmers for real identify what the plants, what nutrient deficiencies exist and what nutrients they need to put, um, you know, back in the soil to get these uh, crops healthy. So we found over the years, um, you know, not only is this a very useful tool to understand nutrient deficiencies, but there's also sort of that global um, viewpoint from it, you know, that it's not just a lot of times we, we look at the United States and it's just our crops and it's just our food, but um, this resource definitely, you know, covers, um, covers the globe and, and makes kids look at things growing food and not just the singular lens of the U.S., Wow. That is incredible. That is so cool. Every school should be doing that. That's amazing. Well, and it's fun. The thing is fun. Like the kids, we find that if they're doing something that doesn't seem like work, you know, they're learning and they're having fun with it. It they'll retain, they'll just, they retain, retain that information easier than when it's a struggle. Right. Yeah, for sure. And Tamara. That is a great game. And, uh, it is as well taken up by the students. Um, my favorite lesson would be, can a single apple slice feed the world? So that's a lesson where um, we would go in and, and talk about pretending the apple is the world and how much of the surface of the earth is available to grow food. So um, normally when I go into a classroom, we would I would bring apples and they would we would cut the apples together and talk about how we use our land on the earth and then get down to the final 132nd of the apple and uh, peel off, peel off the peeling and show that that is all the top. So we have to feed the world. So I think it's pretty impactful. That's powerful. Yeah. Very cool. So if somebody wants the nutrients for life program in their school, uh, how do they go? How do they go about doing that? Well, for here in in Canada, um, visit our website, uh, nutrientsforlife.ca. They can request a visit. We also have a uh, selection of virtual visits that are available to teachers to book as well as some uh, other opportunities um, to order things currently. And um, yeah, they can contact us, uh, Kent, Ray, or myself right from the website. That's awesome. Yeah. And similar here, uh, you know, same story, just different um, website, nutrientsforlife.org in the U S and we've have this year, there's been, it's been a challenging year for sure, but there's so many benefits that have come out of it. So geographically in the United States, I, I, men- I mentioned where our team exists. So if you are in Vermont, nobody, nobody's close to you. However, now with all of our, our virtual opportunities, we have done um, not just, you know, Zoom meetings, we have done 
um, virtual field trips where we've, you know, taken the farm um, or taken, you know, discussed, you know, fertigation and that type of thing, right to um, different classrooms. There's, you know, it's like there, there's no boundaries um, anymore. We can go to any classroom and we have a list of experts that are um, like PhD agronomists, which are fantastic. Um, you know, the older, like middle school and high school, maybe, you know, a little bit more challenging with the elementary kiddos, but like middle school and high school talking about, you know, just career opportunities um, in agriculture and bringing these agronomists and, you know, engineers and, and other types of, of folks into classrooms. All teachers have to do is, um, you know, is, is find us on the website and, um, and request that and we can we can make it happen. It's so much easier this year than, you know, two years ago to do something like that. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely a positive that's come out of all of this. Yes. We have For certainly sure. seen a lot of uh, website traffic in 2020. Yeah. Um, our downloads were up over 400% over 2019. So we wow. know teachers and, and students are out there looking uh, for resources and it certainly shows in our, in our website stats. That's mm-hmm. awesome. And how can uh, ag professionals get involved? Is there anything like we can, we as an industry can do to help the mission? Yeah, I mean, definitely a, a couple of things. So if, if you want to, you know, folks in the ag industry, um, we have a list, like I said, of folks that have volunteered to, um, you know, hop on a Zoom call and, you know, visit a classroom. Um, you know, we'll take as many people on that list as we we can get because geographically, like even most schools are closed to visitors. So even if you live in the same town, you still can't get into the classroom, but it's sure super cool if you are the ag professional that can visit the classroom that's 10 miles down the road or or something like that. Um, So that's one way just to be in our volunteer list. And then we also have um, ag professional or ag professional toolkits. And they're the lesson that Tamara was talking about with the Apple lesson um, is, is so powerful when kids see literally that whole apple as the globe. And then they see that little tiny piece of land that is where we grow all our food. Um, that is one of the lessons. And, and we have, um, I think we're up to, we have seven different lessons. The ag professionals um, in this box get everything that they need to teach that lesson um, in their community minus water. So any liquid, they have to provide that themselves. Um, but they, there's some that have like different soil samples um, from different parts of, um, you know, different different parts of the country. And um, you can certainly request one of those. Although we haven't had too much activity on that this past year, again, because those are more of an in-person activity. Right. Um, and there's just not much in-person activities going on right now. Yeah. We have those as well. Uh, we or we have them ready to go in French and English, but uh, we were going to launch them last March, and uh, that was we, a bad date. <laughs> <laughs> so we haven't launched them yet, but they will be up on our website hopefully, maybe by fall, and uh, they would be able to order to take it to the classroom. So they would include a PowerPoint um, resources to leave behind with the teacher, a USB with all of our resources as well. So that's great. Yeah, nice to be armed with the tools to. Uh, to know what you're talking about once you once you get up there that's really great yeah you know Chrissy I think like you know in agriculture I I, I really feel that people that work in the industry they're so proud like proud mm. of the work that you know we do every single day and sometimes it's just well how do I how do I 
you know, share that with my community. And, and I think what, you know, at Nutrients for Life, what we try to do, I mean, our primary focus certainly is our, our, our students and like creating resources for those students, but also arming members of the agriculture industry with tools that they can then become the teacher and they don't have to do work to do it. Like they literally, as long as they can, um, you know, read the information, um, they, they've got everything right there that they can then be really pro- proactive advocates in their, in their communities and really share their personal story, um, you know, about what the job that they do and wh- why it's so important. Yeah, I think that's really important too. Most kids, you know, when they're trying to decide what they want to do when they grow up, how often do they, does somebody mention to them, oh, well, there's agriculture, but that's where most of our jobs are. So mm-hmm. that's important. So- that's where we're going next. Like our, our new resource that we're, we're working on is definitely it's a, it's career focused mm-hmm. um, and That's it's careers great. and it's careers, not only in the sense of, um, I mean, you can be a lawyer, you can be an ag lawyer, you know, where you have all your information and your specifics are all, um, you know, agricultural related, but you still have, you know, you have your law degree. It's just that that's your specialty, um, you know, and engineers and agronomists, we, MBAs, we look at those jobs, but there's also the jobs that are more like, you know, marketing communications, mm-hmm. um, you know, sales. yeah, sales, We've got all that. And then there's the jobs that maybe that don't require the the college degree. I mean, you could be a drag line operator, equipment operator. Mm-hmm. Um, th- there's just so many opportunities. And I think that a lot of our high school kids, you know, they That's don't hear know. about it. And these are great jobs, great paying jobs. I mean, a lot of them. Um, you know, coming out of high school, if, if uh, you know, a, a college is not your path, there's so many great opportunities. And so that's one of the things we want to make sure um, we're planning for fall launch is a, a career initiative tied to our high school curriculum where all these careers are um, at least known. If the teacher ch- teaches the curriculum, they will be able to uh, share all these uh, different career options um, for their, with their students. Wow. I love it. That is fantastic. Mm-hmm. So I have one last question. I'll ask you both. Um, uh, Harriet, I'll start with you. What fires you up? What's your personal mission? My personal mission, uh, that's a great question, is really to have agricultural agriculture known and respected um, by everyone, just every single day, known and res- known the value of and respected because, um, you know, I think because agriculture sometimes is looked at as, you know, old fashioned, right. Cause we've been doing it forever. We've had to, you know, since existence, yeah. um, looks a little bit old fashioned and maybe doesn't always get the respect or isn't looked at, look at as, um, you know, as a science. Um, but it certainly is, I mean, our farmers on a day-to-day basis, um, I mean, you know, they are scientists, they absolutely are. Um, and just that it's, it's respected. Um, it's just a great, um, a great science. And if we don't have agriculture, we don't have food and a whole lot more. That's it. Absolutely. And Tamara for you, what's, what fires you up? Well, um, I often tell students I have the best job in the world. Uh, Mm -hmm. I am passionate about agriculture. I believe like Harriet said that it needs to be respected and known. Um, it's a great industry to work in. It's providing food for, for every, you know, for the world. And understanding soil science is certainly something that uh, is important. And most of our PD events are titled soil, life's main ingredient. So I do believe promoting soil under our feet and talking about the importance of it in our daily lives is certainly something that uh, 
if I can tweak one teacher or one student to pursue or have a better understanding of agriculture, then I think I've done my job. That's awesome. Um, yeah, thank you guys so much for joining me today. That was really great. And to everybody who's watching, if you want to learn more, all the links will be in the show notes. So um, yeah, if you if you're ready for nutrients for life in in your classroom, definitely get a hold of these guys. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having us. The way we conduct business in agriculture has endured a drastic change. Our handshake industry has traditionally been face-to-face, but with the cancellation of in-person events and farm shows, everyone has had to adapt, from farms to manufacturers to service providers. With a dizzying array of marketing and digital business choices, you need to make the right decisions or risk not being seen at all. If you need advice or a customized plan for your business, don't hesitate to reach out to me at chrissywozniak.com or chrissy.info because that's easier to spell. Don't risk not pivoting your business. Find a path that will take you into the digital space and be seen by our industry. Fastline Auctions, the ultimate destination for online farm equipment auctions. Looking to list equipment? Fastline Auctions knows farmers, and farmers have trusted Fastline for their equipment needs for over 45 years. With unmatched digital reach and direct-to-farmer catalogs, they can find the right buyer for your equipment. Not to mention, they have the industry's lowest commission rates. And if you're looking for equipment to buy, you can bid with confidence. No buyer premiums, no reserves, just integrity. Fastline Auctions, your trusted platform for hassle-free, cost-effective farm equipment auctions. Visit fastline.com for more information. You can join us for a tour of the Fastline Auctions platform July 13th at 6.30 p.m. To register for this webinar, go to northamericanag.com slash fastline hyphen webinar. That's northamericanag.com slash fastline hyphen webinar to register now.